Today we share Matthew Matthew 26 and 27. Jesus said to his disciples, You know that Passover comes in two days. That's when the Son of Man will be betrayed and handed over for crucifixion. Then the chief priests and the elders of the people assembled in the palace of the high priest, whose name was Caiaphas, and they schemed to arrest Jesus secretly and and kill him, but not during the festival. They said, we We don't don't want a riot on our hands. While Jesus was in Bethany, in the home of Simon the leper, a woman came to him with an alabaster jar, a very expensive perfume, which which she poured poured on on his his head as he was reclining at the table. When the disciples saw this, they were indignant. That's That's criminal! criminal. They shouted furiously. This This could could have been sold for a lot and the money handed out to the poor. Aware of this, Jesus said to them, Why are you giving this woman a hard time? She has just done something wonderfully significant for me. You will have the poor with you every day for the rest of your lives, but not me. When she poured this perfume on my body, What she really did was anoint me for burial. You can be sure that wherever wherever in the whole world the message is preached, what she has just done is going to be remembered and admired. Then one of the twelve, the one called Judas Iscariot, went to the chief priests and asked, What will you give me if I hand him over to you? They settled on thirty silver pieces. He began looking for just the right moment to hand him over. On the first day of the Festival of Unleavened Bread, the disciples came to Jesus and asked, Where do you want us to make preparations for you to eat the Passover? He replied, Enter the city. Go up to a certain man and say, The teacher says, My time is near. I and my disciples plan to celebrate the Passover meal at your house. The disciples followed Jesus' instructions to the letter and prepared the Passover meal. When evening came, Jesus was reclining at the table with the twelve, and while they were eating, he said, Truly I tell you, one of you will betray me. They were very sad and began to say to him one after the other, It isn't me, it isn't isn't me, is it master? It isn't me, it isn't me, is it master? It isn't me, it isn't me, is it master? It isn't me, is it master? The one who hands me over is someone I eat with daily, one who passes me food at the table. In one sense, the Son of Man is entering into a way of treachery well marked by the scriptures. No surprises here. In another sense, that man who turns him in, turns traitor to the Son of Man. Better never to have been born than to do this. Then Judas, the one who would betray him, said, It isn't me, is it, Master? Jesus answered, Don't play games with me, Judas. While they were eating, Jesus took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body. Then he took a cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood, God's new covenant poured out for many people for the forgiveness of sins. I'll not be drinking wine from this cup again until that new day, when I'll drink it with you in the kingdom of my Father.
When they had sung a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. Then Jesus told them, This very night you will all fall away on account of me, for it is written, I will strike the shepherd, and the sheep of the flock will be scattered. But after I have risen, I will go ahead of you into Galilee. Peter replied, Even if everyone else falls to pieces on account of you, I won't. Don't be so sure, Jesus answered. This very night, before the rooster crows up the dawn, you will deny me three times. But Peter declared, Even if I had to die with you, I would never deny you. And all the other disciples said the same. Even if if I had had to to die die with you, you, I would would never deny deny you. Then Jesus went with his disciples to a place called Gethsemane, and he said to them, Stay here while I go over there and pray. He took Peter and the two sons of Zebedee along with him, and he began to be sorrowful and troubled. Then he said to them, This sorrow is crushing my life out. Stay here and keep vigil with me. Going a little farther, he fell with his face to the ground and prayed, My father, if there is any way, get me out of this. But please, not what I want. You, what do you want? Then he returned to his disciples and and found found them them sleeping. Can't you stick it out with me a single hour? Stay alert. Be in prayer so you don't wander into temptation without even knowing you're in danger. There is a part of you that is eager, ready for anything in God. But there's another part that's as lazy as an old dog sleeping by the fire. He went away a second time and prayed, My father, if there is no other way than this, drinking this cup to the dregs, I'm ready. Do it your way. When he came back, he He again again found them sleeping because their eyes were heavy. So he left them and went away once more and prayed the third time, saying the same thing. My father, if it is not possible for this painful thing to be taken from me, and if I must do it, then I pray that what you want will be done. Then he returned to the disciples and said to them, You are still sleeping and resting? The time has come for the Son of Man to be given to sinful people. Get up. We must go. Here comes the man who has turned against me. While he was still speaking, Judas, one of the twelve, arrived. With him was a large crowd armed with swords and clubs sent from the chief priests and the elders of the people. Now the betrayer had arranged a signal with them. The man I kiss is Jesus. Arrest him. Going at once to Jesus, Judas said, How are you, Rabbi? And kissed him. Friend, why this charade? Do the thing you came to do. Then the men stepped forward seized Jesus and arrested him. With that, one of Jesus' companions reached for his sword, drew it out, out and struck struck the servant servant of the the high high priest, priest, cutting cutting off off his his ear. ear. Put your sword back where it belongs. All who use swords are destroyed by swords. Don't you realize that I am able right now to call to my father and 12 companies, more if I want them, of fighting angels would be here battle ready? But if I did that, How would the scriptures come true that say, this is the way it has to be? Jesus looked around and said to the crowd, What is this? Coming out after me with swords and clubs as if I were a dangerous criminal? Day after day I have been sitting in the temple teaching, and you have never so much as lifted a hand against me. You've done it this way to confirm and fulfill the prophetic writings. Then all the disciples, all, 
the disciples, deserted him, and, and fled. Those who had arrested Jesus took him to Caiaphas, the high priest, where the teachers of the law and the elders had assembled. But Peter followed him at a distance, right up to the courtyard of the high priest. He entered and sat down with the guards to see the outcome. The chief priests and the whole Sanhedrin were looking for false evidence against Jesus so that they could put him to death. But they did not find any, though many false witnesses came forward. Finally, two came forward and declared, This fellow said, I am able to destroy the temple of God and rebuild it in three days. Then the high priest stood up and said to Jesus, Aren't you going to answer? Don't you have something to say about their charges against you? But Jesus remained silent. The high priest said to him, You must swear to this. I command you by the power of the living God to tell us the truth. Tell us, are you the Christ, the Son of God? Yes, I am. But I tell you, in the future you will see the Son of Man sitting at the right hand of God, the powerful one. And you will see him coming on clouds in the sky. Then the high priest tore his clothes and said, This man has said things that are against God. We don't need any more witnesses. You all heard him say these things against God. What do you think? He, he is, is guilty, guilty and he, and he must, must die. die. Then they spit in his face and struck him with their fists. Others slapped him and said, Prove to us that you are a prophet, you Christ. Prove to us that you are a prophet, you Christ. Prove to us that you are a prophet, you Christ. Tell us who hit you. Tell us who hit you. Now Peter was sitting out in the courtyard, and a servant girl came to him. You also were with Jesus of Nazareth. But he denied it before them all. I, I don't know what you're talking about. Then he went out to the gateway, where another servant girl saw him, and said to the people there, This fellow was with Jesus of Nazareth. He denied it again with an oath. I don't know the man. I, I don't, don't know, know the, the man. man. After a little while, those standing there went up to Peter and said, Surely you are one of them. Your accent gives you away. Then he began to call down curses, and he swore to them, I don't know the man. Immediately, a rooster crowed. Then Peter remembered the word Jesus had spoken. Before the rooster crows, you will disown me three times. And he went outside and wept bitterly. Early in the morning, all the chief priests and the elders of the people made their plans for how to have Jesus executed. So they bound him, led him away, and, and handed, handed him over to, to Pilate, the, the governor. governor. When Judas, who had betrayed him, saw that Jesus was condemned, he was seized with remorse and returned the thirty pieces of silver to the chief priests and the elders. I have sinned! I have betrayed an innocent man! What do we care? That's, That's your responsibility. responsibility. So Judas threw the money into the temple and left. Then he went away and, and hanged, hanged himself. himself. I'll never forget that day. They brought him before me. I didn't want trouble. I asked him the simplest of questions. Are you the king of the Jews? He could have just said, no. And like that, it could have been over. I would have turned up my palms and moved on. But instead, he said, If you say so. If I say so, 
I pressed him on it. Couldn't he see I was giving him an out? But he wouldn't respond. He wouldn't give in. Couldn't he see the position he was putting me in? I tried to give him time, but when the accusations rained down hot and heavy from the high priests and the religious leaders, he still said nothing. I asked him, do you hear that long list of accusations? Aren't you going to say something? And still, Jesus kept silent. Not a word from his mouth. If I'm being honest, as frustrating as his silence was, I was impressed. I mean, really impressed. To give you some context, it was an old custom during the feast for the governor, myself, to pardon a single prisoner named by the crowd. At the time, I had the infamous Jesus Barabbas in prison. I realized that this was my next option. With the crowd before me, I said, which prisoner do you want me to pardon? Jesus Barabbas or Jesus the so-called Christ? I knew that Jesus Christ was innocent. I knew it was through sheer spite that they had turned this king of the Jews over to me. While court was still in session, my wife sent me a message. Don't get mixed up in judging this noble man. I've just been through a long and troubled night because of a dream about him. Well, this troubled me because I already felt uncomfortable offering Jesus of Nazareth to the crowds, but I thought Barabbas would be the obvious choice. Meanwhile, the high priests and religious leaders had talked the crowd into asking for the pardon of Barabbas and the execution of Jesus. By the time I had finally asked, which of the two do you want me to pardon? The chief priests had riled the crowd into shouting, Barabbas. Then what do I do with Jesus, this so-called Christ, I asked. And they all shouted, nail him to a cross. I was shocked. I pressed back. But for what crime? And they yelled all the louder, nail him to a cross. I saw that I was getting nowhere and that a riot was imminent. So I did what I saw to be my only choice. <clears throat> I took a basin of water, and I washed my hands in full sight of the crowd, saying, I'm washing my hands of responsibility for this man's death. From now on, it's in your hands. You are the judge and the jury. And the crowd answered, We'll take the blame. We and our children after us. And then I pardoned Barabbas, and I had Jesus whipped, and then handed over for crucifixion. It was my only choice. You can see that, right? Right? It was my only choice. Then the governor's soldiers took Jesus into the praetorium and gathered the whole company of soldiers around him. They stripped him and put a scarlet robe on him 
and then twisted together a crown of thorns and set it on its head. They put a staff in his right hand. Then they knelt in front of him and mocked him. Hail, King of the Jews! They spit on him and took the staff and struck him on the head again and again. After they had mocked him, they took off the robe and put his own clothes on him. Then Then they they led led him him away to to crucify him. As they were going out, they met a man from Cyrene, named Simon, and they forced him to carry the cross. They came to a place called Golgotha, which which means the the place place of the skull. skull. There they offered Jesus wine to drink, mixed with gall, but after tasting it, he refused to drink it. When When they they had crucified him, they divided up his clothes by casting lots, and sitting down, they kept watch over him there. Above his head, they placed the written charge against him. This is Jesus, the the King of the Jews. Two rebels were crucified with him, one on his right and one on his left. Those who passed by hurled insults at him, shaking their heads and saying, You who are going to destroy the temple and build it in three days, save yourself. Come down from the cross if you he are He saved the son others, of God. but he can't save He's himself. He's the king of Israel. Let he him trust trust down God. Now Let from God the cross rescue and will him believe now him. Because he called himself the son of God. In the same way, the rebels who were crucified with him also heaped insults on him. From noon until three in the afternoon, darkness, darkness came, came over all the land. land. About three in the afternoon, Jesus cried out in a loud voice, Elohim, Elohim, lema sabachthani. Which means, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? When some of those standing there heard this, they said, He's calling Elijah. Immediately, one of them ran and got a sponge. He filled it with wine vinegar, put it on a staff, and offered it to Jesus to drink. The rest said, Now leave him alone. Let's see if Elijah comes to save him. And when Jesus had cried cried out out again again in a loud voice, He gave up his spirit. Then the curtain in the temple split into two pieces. The tear started at the top and tore all the way down to the bottom. Also, the earth shook and rocks broke apart. The graves opened and many of God's people who had died were raised from death. They came out of the graves after Jesus was raised from death. They went into the holy city and many people saw them. The army officer and the soldier guarding Jesus saw this earthquake and everything else that happened. They were very frightened and said, he really was the son of God. Many women were standing at a distance from the cross watching. These were women who had followed Jesus from Galilee to take care of him. Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of James, and Joseph and the mother of James and John were there. It is finished. As evening approached, there came a rich man from Arimathea named Joseph, who had himself become a disciple of Jesus. Going to Pilate, he asked for Jesus' body, and Pilate ordered that it be given to him. Joseph took the body wrapped it in a clean linen cloth, and placed it in his own new tomb that he had cut out of the rock. He rolled a big stone in front of the entrance to the tomb and went away. Mary Magdalene and the other Mary were sitting there opposite the tomb. They waited. Holding space. A vigil. What were they waiting for? What What are are we we waiting waiting for? for? And so now we wait. We hold space. 
a vigil, a sacred act, a difficult act, a painful act. Our Savior died today. Our hope is gone. We watched him go. Our hope is gone. But this is not the end of the story.